Content Academy Making the Grade is brought to you by Stickies, strapless, disposable face masks. Are you tired of the elastic bands on your masks hurting your ears? Ooh. If you are, then you need one of these. So I actually have one right here. Okay. Um, and the way that they work is they're completely adhesive. So here, hold on. And they come in a roll. Yeah, like... so you just hold on. This one's a little stuck here. So okay. you, uh, okay. So you just kind of peel it off. Uh-huh. And then you put it over your you put it over your mouth and nose and it makes it a little hard to talk. Okay. Uh, but to take it off you just peel it right off. So these are great. Uh, they're really affordable. I mean, you can buy a whole roll of masks just for a couple oh. couple bucks. So uh, all of us here at Content Academy really recommend this product by our friends at Stickies. Uh, Georgia, did you ever get yours? Uh I did, but I gotta be honest with you, it kind of hurts taking it off. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's uh, actually a feature because it's an exfoliant for your skin. Oh, yeah. It cleans out your pores. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Slash pore strip. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, and Josh and I have also been kind of using it in a pinch for stuff around the house. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a great product. Uh, we recommend it. Um, <clears throat> that being said, it's Tuesday again. That means it's time to get the content crew back together for another 30 minutes of edutainment. Broadcasting live on the scene in the DPL from the Content Academy Mobile Command Center is Josh and I. Yo! And calling in from her house is Georgia. What's up? There it is. There it is. So. And might I add, it's back to school. Yep. So, we're starting a new series uh, about the highest grossing intellectual properties. Georgia, do you want to kind of define what an intellectual property is for us really fast yeah really fast though pull back up the uh, (laughs) definition of it in your own words oh yeah so it's basically like a creation Mm -hmm. um that you can either um apply to uh, like a patent or copyright or trademark Mm -hmm. uh, or like apply to the rights of uh, like unless you came up with it so it's something that (laughs) You came up with, and you're able to, you know, either, for example, make a movie or a jingle or a franchise out of it. Yeah. So um, give us an example. In English, Doc. <laughs> what's a What's a good example? Well, in English, it's an idea for stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. That helps. So an example would be uh, Hello Kitty. Classic. We're going to be talking about, we're going to do five episodes on the top five highest grossing ones. So which ones have made the most money? But before we get into that, what do you say we get into today's top headlines? Let's do it. Okay. Peloton reportedly has a new cheaper treadmill in the works. To save money on manufacturing costs, this treadmill looks a little bit different. You have to wind it up yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Part of the workout. <laughs> so, well, that's that's so they can sell sell you the treadmill winder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. New technology from Microsoft can now identify deepfakes. Oh, awesome! The tech allegedly scans the video's bitrate metadata, flagging it as a deepfake if it's a video of Chris Pratt playing Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they've only done it on Chris Pratt. Yeah, so far. it scans the video and. If it's somebody's face on the movie Indiana Jones, 
Yeah. They flag it and they say, hey, this one might be a deep fake. Yeah. Oh, I but thought if, maybe it was just calibrated to see if it was a Chris Pratt. If it was Chris fake. Pratt. Not only calibrated specifically for Chris Pratt, but specifically for, for Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones <laughs> and the scene where he, like, the very first scene. The boulder scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, you can check other videos with it, and it, it won't say whether it is or isn't. It'll just say undetermined. Yeah, it's like. 50% confidence or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you watch those videos and you're like, oh, Chris Pratt is Indiana Jones too? Awesome. Yeah. Man, he's pretty good at this. He can do any. He can play anybody. <laughs> yeah. The oldest African elephant in North America has died at 56. Uh, a harsh reminder of the alarming presence of automotive-related automotive-related deaths in America. So it was... Is it, it was a driving accident. Well, it so says automotive-related. Okay. So, the elephant was... It's, so, it's not really... it. It's not like the elephant was had to be driving. It was it's just related. It was probably a destruction derby. Possibly. And you would think that if a car, like, were to hit an elephant, the elephant would be fine, right? <laughs> Well, no, but yes. Like, if I it, think the car it, would... I think if the elephant uses its tusks and mm-hmm. kind of flips the car as oh, it yeah. collides, then yeah. the elephant will be fine. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's what it's every time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ridley Scott has provided an Alien sequel update. Oh, awesome. Okay. It's not looking good for fans of the series. Oh. Scott <laughs> says that there are two more trilogies planned. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, god. That makes sense. A new study uh, reports that 52% of young adults in the U.S. are living with their parents, the highest rate since the Great Depression. In this study, young adults are considered anybody from the ages 18 to 29 who would like a glass of warm milk. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, Ridley Scott's, like, in his 80s. He's 80, I think. Yeah, he's getting up there. So, dude, he must be an android or something. Time to give it a rest, buddy. Yeah. I think you're going to finish that, buddy. They need to make they need to make an alien movie that's not Aliens vs. Predator where mm-hmm. the aliens come to Earth. Yeah. I think that's the only real... Yeah. Or, alternatively, I like that idea, but they could also make an alien movie where it's just kind of unrelated to the whole <laughs> franchise as a whole. They could be like, what about... Like, what do... What our... if there's some different aliens and these ones are nice? That, yeah. Or maybe... Possibly they could re- kind of rethink what alien movies are should be about. Uh-huh. We could have one where it's like, what do our pets do when we're at work or something? You know, something like that. Something I have always where, it, that. where it's kind of like, okay, maybe kind of get some new. Because they... when a new alien movie comes out, it's just the fans, I guess. Yeah. There aren't any new alien fans right yeah. now. And the fans are always like, where are the xenomorphs? What something. happened to Ridley? Yeah. Ripley, yeah. I mean. Get well, what's happening movie. to Ridley? Yeah. What's happening to Ridley uh, and what's happening to Ridley? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened to uh, the cat? Uh-huh. Jonesy. She, yeah, she's fine, I guess. Meanwhile, I want to know what it would sound like if James Corden voiced uh-huh. a really fluffy cat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe they sing or something. Something, I don't, yeah. I'm not a producer. I don't know. You can have that one for free, Ridley. Yeah. Producer hat, maybe they sing. Yeah. Well, what do you say we get into the Georgia report? Yeah. Sounds good? Okay. Fast forwarding to the Georgia report. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
It's so con okay. I'll just edit it. It's so confusing how you how you do this on here. Okay, let's just pretend that was the right one because I'll change it to you. Well, Zach never came back. Okay, so yeah. Okay, Georgia, go ahead. Yes. Okay. So we're starting with number five, which is Star Wars. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, so the number five da, da, da. and copyright striked. So <laughs> the number so, five highest grossing intellectual property is Star Wars. Well, like specifically a media franchise, but it also fall, falls under intellectual property. Mm -hmm. A media franchise, you know. It's an intellectual property. Yeah. Just be specific. Okay. Okay. It's part of the media. Yeah. Versus, you know, like how to make an LED light bulb. That's an intellectual yeah. property. Yeah. But, um, anywho, Star Wars is uh, valued at $70 billion. Oh, Man, uh, that's a lot. That's like if each person on Earth spent $10 billion on Star Wars, right? Something like that. Yeah, that's close. That's insane. Huh. Pretty close. Um, also, kind of an interesting breakdown. Um, the, uh, like, which part? Like, so if it's a media franchise, this is counting like box office sales, merchandise sales, yeah, like, toys everything, and stuff, yeah, home video, video games, book sales, and TV. Mm -hmm. um, their highest income is from merchandise. Yeah. Does that now? Does that oh. count the bumper stickers where it's like? My uh, other... stormtroopers. Oh yeah, stormtrooper Storm... family. Yeah, I would like... believe so. It's just like just merchandise, or like, anything that's not like, like yeah. It's like an, a, a big ATA. Yeah, walker, yeah. And yeah. A little ATA or walker. something, something right. silly where it's like my other car is a ship or yeah, something. My... <laughs> <laughs> You're right, a ship. Yeah. yeah. That's on the script. Yeah. On X wing. Yeah. yeah. It's a ship. Yeah. Like, oh, well, it's it's in the Star Wars font, so. <laughs> Uh, right. Okay. My my other Honda Civic is actually a B wing. Yeah, something something like that. Yeah. My other Prius is yeah. a Death Star. Yeah. So those all count. <laughs> yeah. And Funko Pops alone. Funko Pops I mean, alone is like two. Funko billion. Pops yeah. is probably like half of this. No, their yeah. merchandise sales is a little over forty two bill. Wow. Okay. That's like if yeah. I, I think that's like if every person on Earth spent like ten million dollars each. Yeah. On merchandise. Yeah. Which I think some people have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So start and while I was researching this, I think we're gonna kind of find some common threads that tie all of these highest grossing yeah. franchises together. Yeah. But um, uh, Star Wars came out in uh, 1977. It single-handedly doubled Universal Studios stock prices wow. and annual profits, um, going from 37 million pre 1977 to 79 million post. Uh, 1977. Oh, so, like, Lord. they literally doubled the revenue for uh -huh. for Universal Studios, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. And it's also showed, and from the numbers I gave you as well, it also showed that merch rights from a film could be more profitable than a film itself. So, hmm. to kind of put that in comparison, also, their box office um, revenue is about $10 billion versus that $42 billion for yeah. merchandise. That's crazy. Why really do you... Crazy. Just really mm -hmm. quick, why do you think that that's even possible? That the toys from a movie can make so much more money than the movie itself? Well, we're going to go into that, too. Oh, perfect. I think I have, I think I have some theories on that as okay. well. 
All right. Okay, so we can we can touch on that kind of in the wrap up period. Great. Um, it's also mm. one of the first major films to start the like trilogy sequel thing, mm. which is another Never reason why that. Star Wars has been so profitable. Yeah. Because like it, it was really kind of the first um, like big movie to do that and to yeah. have sequels that were so successful. Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes in uh, intertwines with um, this common thread that we're going to see is that all these franchises span generations. Yeah. So if you're churning out sequels or like making a trilogy, you're gaining new fans at each interval who mm-hmm. then have to go back and like watch others. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's constantly reimagining itself to stay relevant. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. a theme also that I see. a franchise has to be flexible enough to reimagine itself to apply to uh, like a new decade or a fan base. Okay. But yeah. when a franchise can be multi-generational, it essentially has built-in marketing because parents are teaching their children. Yeah. Friends mm. are teaching their peers. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like this word of mouth times a billion mm-hmm. where it just kind of org- organically organically grows. If you can get so much of a cult status at one stage with enough people, then you know their children are going to be into it. Then yeah. those people's children are going to be into it. Yeah. And their fans and so on. So it really builds out from there. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the ability to appeal to broader age groups um, means that Star Wars can kind of hit different. Mm-hmm. You know, the, when like the older you get, and it, and it can grow with a person. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember when like Episode One came out, I was like target age for that, right? So I was like, cool, there's a kid in this. This is yeah. awesome. Jar Jar Binks <laughs> is great. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, it's awful. <laughs> but the <laughs> but the original trilogy, so good. Another thing I learned is, and this is a little off topic, but apparently Star Wars drew or drew a lot of inspiration from like World War Two. Oh, really? And now that I like think about it, I can I see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like especially um, like uh, all the bad guys, they're like uniforms and stuff. Yeah, very, yeah. yeah. Um, reminiscent of uh, World War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, like even. I think uh, Darth Vader's helmet is based off of some like yeah, uh, World War II I helmets, see. and then Even the a rest gas of his mask outfit or something. Yeah. is like based on samurai armor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the space battles are based off of dogfights, and stormtroopers are like um, World War One shock troopers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of there's a, like a lot of political. And I see wartime influence going on, so that's another reason why it's interesting because you can like tie in all of those things. So uh-huh. it's just this message of like cultural relevance that Star Wars is always able to like build into its universe. Yeah, and it also brought into this is getting into more of a tangent. It also brought into the like used universe, quote unquote. Yeah, feeling lived where in. instead of it lived in. Yeah, used. It's you know you have droids that are all beat up looking and yep. it's not all this shiny futuristic stuff. It's mm-hmm. organic, you know. So so that's yeah. a cool to it as well. Um I also did some just looking into the movies because that was really the source material for this franchise. Mm-hmm. Um Star Wars is the second highest grossing film franchise in North America, topped by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel has 23 movies to Star Wars 11. So pretty, yeah. pretty big jump. Yeah. Um, but some sources, and it was, 
I was kind of finding different numbers from this, but Star Wars still has a higher average gross. I according see. to some sources. I huh. think I feel like that's probably gonna quickly become outdated. Yeah. Um, as, because Marvel's still really continuing to grow, whereas yeah. Star Wars, since they're they're just gonna be in the shadow of Marvel for a while now. Yeah. And it really wouldn't surprise me if, if we start seeing Marvel higher up on the on the highest grossing franchise list. Yeah. Pretty soon. Just for sheer quantity. <laughs> yeah. Like they're bound to do some overtaking here pretty quickly. Yeah. Marvel has become like a genre in itself. But Star Wars mm-hmm. is not so much. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. Right, because Marvel's kind of taking advantage of the superhero genre, whereas yeah. Star Wars... And superheroes can span a lot of different subgenres, whereas for yeah. kind of just look at a space opera. Yeah. That's about it. I, I do think Star Wars is an example of like kind of melding fantasy and sci-fi, though. Yeah, definitely. Well, the fact that they space basically fight. use swords. They use swords too. and they have magic. Yeah. Weird yeah. Creatures. Yeah. Well, I think that just was. The, I think you can still put that as space opera. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I don't know. Fantasy elements, I think, work in sci-fi, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't know. Um, with the toys, and this is this is really interesting. Um, and part of this information I got from full disclosure from the toys that made us, uh, which is a series on Netflix. That's yeah. really fun. Like Check a doctor series. Um, so there's this kind of failing toy company called Kenner. Um, and they didn't really have very many successful toys. Um, eventually they became a subsidiary of general mills because wow. I guess general mills wanted to make toys too, huh. as well as cereal, cereal box but, toys. Um, I guess they needed toys to put in their cereal. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. But um, the rights were going to go to Mego Corporation, which was the leading um, action figure manufacturer of the time. But instead, Kenner got the rights, and they set the standard for, for like, the new, like, mini action figure. Uh-huh. And so it made it, like... They just like really caught on really quickly. Hmm. Got Kenner, uh, Kenner out of bankruptcy. Kenner wow. is no longer in existence. They were absorbed into Hasbro in, in the yeah. year two thousand. But Miko Corporation, meanwhile, instead of you know becoming super successful uh, with Star Wars, they bankrupted in nineteen eighty three. So hmm. kind of kind of missed out on that one, guys. Yeah, poor fiscal but, management on their part. And, yeah. I always thought the Star Wars, the original Kenner Star Wars toys were pretty lame because mm-hmm. they were basically a torso with mm-hmm. a leg piece, leg pieces and two arm pieces. You couldn't really do well, compared much to them. now. Yeah. And they were so small too. There wasn't much detail. I remember well, our... the, the small part was like part of what made it so successful. Weirdly, I think it's, I think it was partially like they were cheap to make. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, and now, and um, maybe this goes into your theory too, Josh. Is like, you can have so many different versions of a toy, and like they're collectible now. Once you reach mm-hmm. collectible status, mm-hmm. that's another thing we're gonna see in, in all these franchises that the collectability is like through the roof, mm-hmm. and that's gonna drive up sales immediately. I also thought it was weird that they made a toy of literally every character who was ever on scene in a Star Wars movie. That's a good point, yeah. Like, anyone you could ever want has a toy of them. Yeah, well, they know for some reason people will buy them as long as it's Star Wars related. Yeah. Yeah. There's Mm. a list on Wikipedia of 
all of the Kenner Star Wars action figures, and it's it's a lot. I think that our cousin uh, Jaron had those toys. He had a bunch of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he didn't have any. I mean, to be really collectible, you need they're to not keep first them, generation. Well, or you need to keep them in the box. Oh yeah, I see. I see. Right. Huh. No, just in case you wanted, like, uh, um, I guess there was a character called Squidhead. There's one what? called Squidway. Star Wars. <laughs> Reese. So the biker scout. Huh. I always wanted a complete set of Figlin Dan and the modal nodes. Oh, wait, is that the band the or band whatever? From the, band. The, cantina, yeah. the cantina band. So since the toys outsell the movies, they just make new movies in order to sell the toys, correct? I mean, when it comes down to it. I mean, why does Iron Man have six new fun. armors every movie, right? <laughs> yeah. I think it's flipped now. I think no one buys the toys really anymore. No, oh, I mean I don't have kids. I don't really know any kids, so I'm not sure what toys kids are buying these I days. I suppose it could be flipped now, or equal perhaps. Well, now a media is more. This is kind of ties into my theory: is mm-hmm. that media is more profitable now. I see. Than toys. Well, think about it. Okay, so let's say in the '70s through '90s, you watch you. How much money do you spend on Star Wars? So you spend, let's say, thirty bucks to see the movie once. It would have been like you, a dollar. It would not okay, have so let's say dollars. you spent the <laughs> money. The it. money you spend to watch the movie, uh, combining seeing it in the theaters and buying it on DVD, it's like under thirty bucks. But then you buy toys of Star Wars, and you just keep There's buying. No limit. Yeah, it keeps going. You can spend as much on toys as you want. But now, money. now you just you maybe pay to see it in theaters or you just pay for the disney plus subscription yeah but then people aren't really buying children aren't buying star wars toys as much i mean legos definitely they have lots of star wars content but other than that there are star wars video games there are i don't know is there some kind of thing to make up for where the people don't really buy action figures anymore i think Part of Other it than is collectors. just like contributing to Disney's ecosystem. Oh, I see. Yeah. And the park, the Disney parks. Uh huh. Yeah. Also, I mean, you, there's any number of different media. There's like, like I said, video games. There's also mm-hmm. comic books. Yeah. There's novelizations. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not a whole lot in toys specifically. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much just Lego. The lightsabers that you can flip out. That's a big. Georgia, did you see that somewhere on like the? How many like like three or four billion or something? Yeah, the ones where you. I don't like. uh, (laughs) You well, you hold down the red switch and you flip it out. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't even glow up. Oh, (laughs) they're just plastic. (laughs) They cost like two dollars to make. You hold down the red button and you flip it out. Yeah. How much? How many billion was that? Georgia. How many what of that? How many billion was that on the breakdown? Oh, I mean, I wish I had a breakdown of that. And you could get, like, a green one and your friend had a red one. <laughs> yeah. And he was the bad guy. I remember the first time, like... When we got those? I, the first one, the first lightsabers toys that I got, they, like, didn't even look like actual Star Wars lightsabers. Oh, yeah. Belt. Yeah. Like, they were just white. Yeah. <laughs> the blade part. Yeah. I remember those. They were so yeah. cheapy. I yeah. I think I broke them. Yeah. But they I pretty much so, immediately break. I was so excited to have those, though. Yeah. Well, the cool part is you could act like you're stabbing. 
Right. Yeah. They, you know, you know, they, they, they and in. Yeah, yeah, and that that is a big factor as well as the belt buckle they put on there. Yeah. That makes you really feel like a That's Jedi. True. And there was a big advance when they finally made it so that the first one's like part of the beam is always sticking out <laughs> yeah, the yeah, belt and doesn't yeah. collapse fully into yeah. the belt. As soon as they it breaks the immersion. that problem, yeah, yeah that yeah. was a big step forward. The stocks went up stocks like went tenfold. Up. Yeah, I didn't even think about the parks, Georgia. How many of these is Star Wars? I guess the only one of the top five that has that has a park, right? No, that does not have a park. Well, we it does don't have want a park. to spoil park? the rest of the top five, but it's all right. How many of these have a park? I know Star Wars has a section you know, of a park. That's a good question. I will find that out for each subsequent report. I think I, what we should add to that. Yeah. Or if I'm doing a port or somebody else, figure yeah, out I mean, no park. Yeah, no pressure. But I, you always think about, I know, Josh, you told me about how everything in Disney relates back to buying tickets for the park, right? Yeah. Okay, well, so like, there is... There's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in uh-huh. Disneyland. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not, a por- uh, you know, it's own park. Yeah. But... Yeah, there is this diagram that Walt Disney came From like with. 1910 or for... something. <laughs> yeah. For Whenever me. he was alive. Yeah. I don't know. Way back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 1810. Yeah. yeah. The Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was this diagram and it was like all the different types of Disney merchandise and intellectual property and media it had like and it, and how they interrelated with each other so like the com- the disney comics mm-hmm. would use the characters from the cartoons yeah. and movies yeah. and the movies I think I know what you're talking about have you seen uh-huh. this? I think I know the diagram you're talking about and yeah. then like the they would sell disney sheet music yeah. of mm-hmm. music from the movies uh-huh. and they would have and all of the different properties could be found at the park mm-hmm. that you go to yeah and it was this huge, huge drawing. It was really cool. And mm-hmm. it had like little drawings of Mickey. Yeah. And yeah. Luffy. And well, it has, are... yeah. yeah, and it has the Cinderella castle. Uh-huh. And then uh, there's a little arrow pointing to the top room of the castle. Yeah. And it yeah. says, freeze my head. And <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, and here's where Later I Later on, present. yeah. <laughs> and then, well, here's the thing. Somebody's going to invent something called Google, and uh-huh. people are going to start Googling Disney Frozen. Yeah. So make a movie <laughs> called Frozen to yeah, throw them off. To muddle, to muddle the uh, exactly. SEO. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, there's going to be something called SEO. <laughs> <laughs> Search engine optimization. Yeah. Disney anyway. was ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you, if you look at and now he's just ahead. Star Wars Galaxy. Frozen Head. Frozen head. <laughs> <laughs> This is Sattler and Waldorf, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a head. Oh! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, you won. <laughs> Thank you. I like when George just gives up. My wow, favorite Statler and Waldorf joke is when uh, one of them is like, I think you just bored the audience half to death. And what does the other one say? Uh, guess, guess. Georgia, you know this one? Think you just bored the audience half to death, uh-huh. and then Waldorf says, "I think they're already dead or something." He, or something, yeah, that's close. He says, "You mean you half of us are still alive?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, back to anyway. the report. Yeah, no, that that report was done. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what were what was that? Uh, 
what did we talk about earlier in the report, Josh, that we were going to bring up later? Oh, just like uh, how it's kind of shifted away from toys. Oh, yeah. Um, and like uh, media is way more profitable now. Like you can charge more for tickets and people can actually buy. Because like, like before in the 70s, you went to see it at the theater and you mm-hmm. couldn't watch it again unless they ran it in the theater again. Yeah. But now you can see it in the theater and then you can go back and see it in 3D. Oh, and then you I can see. buy it on Blu-ray, or yeah. you can if you're buy it on streaming. a millionaire, yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, that's Jeez. what a lot of people do. I did, mean, back though. at least back in the seventies, you could go watch a movie like seven times and still only pay like ten dollars. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And or whatever did. boomers paid, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was ten cents. They yeah. they made like the equivalent of forty thousand dollars a week. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. had a union with a pension. Exactly, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. Well, interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, Indeed. Thanks, Georgia. Do we have anything else to say on that for now? Um, no, other than I really haven't seen any of the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, Star Wars is washed. It's post peak. Well, you taught you were talking about how the franchise or the property has to constantly reinvent itself, correct? And I mean that's what it's doing, and they're being pretty successful about it. I mean, look just look at the Mandalorian, like that. That's true. That's did true. Really well, so you know they've adapted to the streaming platform, mm-hmm. you know, having, and having a successful show, um, yeah. rebooting it with a young female lead uh-huh. who's not who's not a damsel in distress, oh, okay. you know, but still carries on sense. the Skywalker legacy. That makes sense. You know, so. so I was struggling to think about how they've reinvented. Star Wars seems the same to me. Well, they, they have always reinvented themselves. So it started out with the classic, you know, hero hero saga journey. Uh-huh. You know, as Josh says, every story is the same. They started with that story. And then with the, um, like, the new trilogy, not the new, new one, but, you know, episodes one through three, uh-huh. they started over with Anakin to give a backstory and mm-hmm. then also to bring in that new audience because it came in at just a time where mm-hmm. parents had grown up with Star Wars, they had mm-hmm. kids. Those yeah. kids were probably about, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. Uh-huh. We're going to start Anakin at that I age. I see. Okay. And now, and now they've reinvented again. They have a young female lead. Uh-huh. And they're, like, tying... They, they're having throwbacks for, like, old fans of the show. Yeah. like, we still have Luke around. So... And then not to mention all of the other, like, they have the Clone Wars series and the Mandalorian and yeah. all this stuff. So they are they are reinventing themselves. It's a broad universe, so there's a lot to explore there. So uh, if if you had to decide, Georgia, what would be the next way Star Wars could kind of reinvent itself, kind of be yeah. uh, relevant today? Oh, so it could um, be the next Marvel. How, how would I make it the next Marvel? Yeah. We need Star Wars at the top slot. Okay. So I'm suddenly on the what do we do? Like, board of directors for Star Wars. Yeah. Instead of okay. Disney being at the top, we need Disney at the top. So it sounds like we probably need... Um, wait, what were those cute little animals in like the... Ewoks? Porg. No. The what? In what? Porgs? Cute... All Star Wars, here's the thing about all Star Wars movies. They all have little fuckers. They all have little fuckers. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so we need more of those. No, I was thinking... Message received. Just have those, so we're just going to have, like, these porgs and uh-huh. they're going to be on TikTok. 
Oh, okay. Oh, and that's oh, okay. Okay, yep. cool. I think cut the bull crap, just only little... We have a new series called Star Wars Little Fuckers. <laughs> it's only no. the pup. It's only the Muppets. Kind of... It's the crossover with the Meet the Fockers sequel. Yeah, yeah. R2-D2... Slash uh-huh. C-3PO series uh-huh. slash backstory uh-huh. or, you know, yeah. maybe R2-D2 has a podcast, which I think would be hysterical. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Hey, that was pretty good. Man. Thanks. Wait, do that again. <laughs> I want to do the sound where he, like, screams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I can't do That's that. so funny. We need more of that. Okay. Well, great. Uh, maybe add you. some of those in post. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Cool. All right, great, Georgia. Well, we've got a lot more Content Academy coming up, but first, we need to put on our thinking caps and grab a magnifying glass because we've got a mystery on our hands. Where is this mystery, you ask? Well, where else other than Puzzle Alley? So mysterious. Are you guys ready for a classic Puzzle Alley this week? Yes. Do it. Okay. I'm going to need two self-inserts for this one. Statler and Waldorf. What if we just do Josh and Georgia? Okay. Fine. Okay. You you typically have to insert yourselves into the puzzles anyway. That's true. What's to make my it motivation easier? going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Josh and Georgia are pathological liars who always lie on specific days. <laughs> no, I'm That's not. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you. Josh lies on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, but he's honest on all the other days. Georgia lies on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, but she tells the truth on all the other days. On what day of the week would both Josh and Georgia say, tomorrow I will lie? Uh, Sunday? On what day of the week are we both going to say, tomorrow I'm going to lie? Uh-huh. Right, so Monday is the missing day because we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not seeing any qualifier where the next day actually actually has to be a day where they will or won't lie because just saying that statement can be a truth or a lie. Hmm. Or is this a universe where there is no Mondays? Hmm, interesting. It's like that movie, What Happened to Monday. Or the, it's also known as the Garfield universe. Oh, yeah. The Garfield Heaven universe. Sure, yeah. Right, okay. Garfield's ideal universe. Yeah. Uh, Run down those days of the week for me again. Okay. What you got, Georgia? Well, if Josh lies on Sunday, then he could say, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to lie, and that tomorrow is Monday, so it doesn't really matter what he says on Sunday. It'd be a lie. Mm -hmm. But... On Sunday, I couldn't say the same thing. So, Sunday's out. Yeah. So, Josh lies on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. So, basically, when it when Josh gets off work for the weekend, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to lie for the rest hey, of the weekend. here on out. Exactly. Till Monday. Georgia's schedule is a little bit different. She lies on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Maybe you have kind of a different work schedule from Josh. Josh has the typical uh, outdated nine to five. <laughs> maybe Georgia has, I don't know, maybe she's a. Maybe I just lie at work. Maybe you're a nurse or something. Yeah, or maybe you lie at work. I don't know. Yeah. 
Maybe so I Georgia, love it. Georgia lies Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and tells the truth every other day. Mm-hmm. And I lie on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and mm-hmm. tell the truth every other day. Yeah. So I could say, on Thursday, I can I could say, I'm going to lie tomorrow. And that's a lie. And Josh could also say on Thursday, I'm going to lie tomorrow. And that's the truth. So it's Thursday. That makes sense to me. Should we lock it in? Lock it in. Kitchen. Is that the correct sound effect you want for that? More I mean, less. it's pretty close. It's, so is it... Am I getting the syllables correct, at least? I think... Well, there's two ways you could go with it, in my opinion. You could do either that, or you could do kind of like a portcullis sound, where mm-hmm. it's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or what? Yeah. I just... Just think of, like, a big, like, vault or, like... Door, heavy, heavy door. Yeah, like the Disney vault. Yeah. Like, imagine what it sounds like when they put all of the uh, movies with Native American stereotypes back into the vault. <laughs> yeah. They put it in I'm there. also kind of env- envisioning, like, some steam releasing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good S- Steam, ratcheting yeah. devices. Maybe it takes, like... Yes. Maybe it takes multiple of us at, a, at one time to really pull it off. Or so it's like, like yeah, 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 yeah. I like, like I'll be doing... Sound I'll... Of like a, of a, what is it, like a... <laughs> one hand clapping. Like a gate to a castle, like, uh-huh. coming down. That's what I mean, portcullis. Portcullis. Uh-huh. And it's a little creaky, too. Yeah, a little yeah. creaky. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, like, I would be doing the... Uh-huh, yeah. And then Georgia could maybe do, like, the... Something. I think this is a little bit of a different take, but I think it should be. I mean, I think of Mystery Science Theater three thousand, where it has the multiple doors. Uh I was, I was. You were gonna say that five different levels, or uh, just on a more common trope is when a a door just has a bunch of locks on it, that kind of thing. Or like on Stargate when they lock in the Chirons. Uh huh. Yeah. What do they call them? Chevrons. Chevrons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Chevron one locked. Yeah. Yeah. So is it Thursday or not? It's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Georgia. I, I, yeah, I think we should have a Stargate-esque locking system. Chevron. Where we have uh-huh. seven different Chevrons yeah. that we have to lock. We both have place. to turn keys yeah. more than an arm's length away from each other. Flush yeah. <laughs> it sideways. Flush yeah. it sideways, yeah. 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 There's a key at George's house and a key at Josh's house. Yeah. So you can't want... One of you can't just... Like, if you come up with an... You typically come up with an answer right away that's wrong. (laughs) So you can't just go lock it in willy-nilly right away. Yeah. Because you might get it wrong. It's kind of like the pirate puzzle where... Yeah. Any, any yeah, two of us have to be able to lock in an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Except there are only two of you. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Well, do we have a Joshy's Corner? We do have a brief Joshy's Corner. Sweet. Joshy's Corner. All right, the so return of Joshy's Corner. The return corner. of Joshy's Corner. Uh, so this week, um, I thought I would kind of cu- cut the bullshit. <laughs> Instead of doing a, um, a Joshy's voicemail uh-huh. as kind of a vehicle to do my hack impressions... <laughs> I would just go ahead and do some hack impressions. Okay, all right. So these, like are some, that. Uh, these are some kind of characters and scenarios that I came up with. Okay, cool. Um, I think there's only two ways that, that was going to go. <laughs> what was the other way? 
actually listening to your voicemails. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, your real voicemails. Actually play, actually play my voicemail. I think the only voicemails that would be on there would be, like, three messages from my dentist to confirm yeah. an appointment. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, apparently they still call people. Uh-huh. Of course. Anyway, okay, so this is, my first one is uh, Jimmy Stewart as It the Clown. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Well, say, Georgie, that, that, that's, that's quite a bogey out there. That, that looks like it'd go pretty fast, huh, Georgie? Now, what do you say? What do you say you come down in the sewer with me? We can play with your boat, huh? How about that's that, Georgie? Good. That's pretty good. All right, thank you. I like that one. Um, have you, you haven't even seen the movie, have you? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you have? Wait, which one? Uh, Both of them. All three of them, actually. Oh, all three of them? Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was gonna say if you just pulled that out of nowhere, that would be, that would <laughs> yeah. be, it was already impressive. Total but... guess on the character name. Of yeah. The, boat. <laughs> the yeah. boat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one is uh, Kim Kardashian auditioning for the role of Princess Leia. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> you're my only hope. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> One more time? Okay. I think you got it, too. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> you are my only hope. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Talk about bringing Star Wars up to date. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I thought that would kind of tie in. Lucasfilm, if you're watching. Okay. I mean, listening. Yeah. You she, can have that I think one she would free. Look, she would probably be thrilled to do the classic hair buns. Yeah, probably. The side buns. Probably. Which, Georgia, does that, is that even possible? Like, hmm. is that... Never thought about that. <laughs> Why are you just asking me because I have hair? Yeah. Yeah. How sexy. You've had long hair before. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't give me like <laughs> knowledge, omnipotent knowledge of what is possible. Listen, Georgia, well, we just want to know if it's possible. I just want to know off the cuff. I feel like if it was impossible, every woman who's ever had long hair or braided it yeah. would see it and just be like that's bullshit. Yeah. Right? No, guys, it is possible. Okay. okay. It's just Im- yeah, impractical. It. Yeah. It's pretty impractical. Okay. okay. Got it. Locked in. Uh, this next one is uh, Don Pardo, the SNL announcer, reading oh. toothpaste ingredients. <laughs> okay. So give me a second here. Thanks for clarifying who that was, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's Saturday Night Live! <laughs> Starring Sodium Bicarbonate! <laughs> Sodium fluoride, <laughs> calcium carbonate, <laughs> featuring sorbitol, <laughs> and musical guest, dehydrated silica gel. Wow, that's really good. Thank you. That's good. You even got the featuring and musical guest yeah. in that too. Wow. Huh. And the featuring is like, you see the featuring people and you're like, these... People are never on any skits. Right. Who are... These aren't even... Are they even on the show, or are they just random people? One of them, one of them is always, like, a cashier in the background yeah, of a... Yeah, yeah. Or maybe sketch. one of them is, like, he does a very specific person's impression. Right, Whenever yeah. they come up in a skit. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. yeah. All right, a couple more. Uh, oh, and the musical guest always sounds terrible, no matter oh, what it is. of course. Yeah. <laughs> Soundstage, okay. Because they're in that little, tiny, square room. <laughs> yeah. The musical guest is always like trying to paint something while they're that singing. Too. Yeah, that for some too. reason. That too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, calling out Halsey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
paint, okay. but actually uh, stencil. Yeah. Um, okay, this one is uh, Alan Rickman tries to get out of a speeding ticket. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yes, there seems to be a, a problem, officer. <laughs> Uh, you say I was going 95 in a 25. Oh my gosh. Yes, I know there are children in this area. <laughs> oh, wow. I was trying to get away from them. <laughs> okay, that's all I have for he's, he's gone through the Hogwarts school zone. His, yeah, his, his motivation is he hates kids. Yeah, so I see. I got that, chills. Get through that I area. That actually chills. makes sense. Thank yeah. Um, this one is uh, Sylvester Stallone as Hamlet. <laughs> okay. So... This one's kind of tricky. Okay. Okay. We can do a few takes if you need. <laughs> no, I think I got it. Okay. Uh, hey, Horatio. <laughs> hey, this is your guy. I knew this guy. Hey, what poor guy. I need to die. You're so funny, man. Is it better to live or to die? <laughs> if, you, if you live, you got all these arrows. <laughs> yeah. Wow. These slings and arrows? What is this, Middle Ages? <laughs> uh, maybe you should just die. I don't know. So that's all. Wow, no script at all. <laughs> went off the dome. That was yeah. off the dome, wow. <laughs> Impressive. I really just like saying, this is your guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Hey, you. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's all I had. Wow. Ugh. Good job. Thank you. I like it. Well... That's about it for this week. Unless you guys got anything else to add. Uh, no, I'm excited for next week. What was next week's? You want to give us a sneak peek yeah. if you don't want to reveal it, or you could just tell uh, us. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I'm gonna guess. Was what? it the only Japanese one, like Hanpan Man or something? <laughs> I thought it was uh, uh, Winnie Pooh. Where's Hello Kitty? But uh, it's it's a very special mouse. Oh, oh, is it Mickey? It's, I think it's Mickey Mouse. Oh, no, Maybe. wait a second. It's Speedy Gonzalez, isn't it? Oh, obviously. Duh. <laughs> okay, it's a very special mouse. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Does he have his own yeah. club, perchance? Hmm. Let's just say, no matter what angle he, you're looking at him from, yep, his ears yep. are always His ears stay around. <laughs> yep, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> so true. And I like when the cartoon character... Has eyes on one side, yeah, all the time, yeah. And so, if you were to see a 3D view, they would have four eyes <laughs> total, <laughs> yeah. like two on one side and two yeah. on the other side. Oh man, that's like that's like anime people having a mouth on one side. Yeah, that Ooh. too. That too. Yeah. People make people make fun of Sonic for only having one big eye. Yeah, but they think it's fine that. Other cartoons that Mickey Mouse has four eyes. eyes. On yeah, side. yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. We're not gonna say bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>